I had a oh. I had a, a horrific experience yesterday. So you know it was like 30-ish degrees. Yeah, it was here anyway. I think it was just hot everywhere, but it was like 30 degrees yeah, here, yeah, which right. is hotter like... than my usual temperament. Right. Um, and I was wearing a brand new pair of bright bright red boxer shorts. Oh, okay, um, brand new, brand new. I bought some new pants Crisp. the other day. It feels good. Um, <laughs> nice. There's a nice feeling that, that. That's because I'm successful. That's the sign of being successful <laughs> yeah. is buying new underwear. Mom, I made it. Um, but I was also wearing beige shorts. Oh, Seb. Um, oh. And I, know, I went I for a very long... Said new. <laughs> I went over... I went on a very long, like, three-hour walk in, like, the 30-degree weather. <laughs> and, like, let's not get blue. Let's get red instead. It's, it gets pretty sweaty down in the... <laughs> Down, down in that yeah, zone. In the um, zone, yeah. yeah. And um, didn't think anything of it, didn't notice. When I got home and I was like, I was going to have a shower, I was taking my clothes off and it looked like I had like sacrificed an animal or something in my shorts <laughs> because the beige shorts, the red, the red ink had bled through from the, from the underwear onto the beige shorts. Nice. And I wouldn't like I had like dying of dysentery. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, does, does, do you know what? Thankfully, it it's not that noticeable from the outside of them, but the inside of them literally looks like a massacre happened. <laughs> um, Big sticky mess. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I don't think it's, no, don't think it's, it's sticky. I guess it would be sticky, yeah. I, I don't know. Well... I don't know. It's that sticky, sticky, I guess, isn't it? If it's a long walk in but, the um, heat, it's a big sticky mess. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So that's uh, that's my current. That's my most recent ink experience. You live and learn, don't you? I guess it's kind of you, you know, do. Just don't, yeah. don't wear that's, that's, that's fresh, bright red underwear <laughs> yeah, in the heat the house. when you're wearing, like... Yeah. I wear almost exclusively neutral colours nowadays. Yeah. So. so, yeah, what made you go for the red underwear? Let's dive into this. Um, I, <laughs> 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 uh, I just, it's just... It was bold. It was bold. I didn't really think about the colour, to be honest. So... That seems like a thought-out answer. There was one that you. There was a thing that you were gonna say that you stopped yourself gonna, from saying. I was gonna. Yeah. And I then was you gonna gave me the official because... answer. So give me the actual answer, Seb. What were you gonna say? No, I was. I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about how it's the exact shade of red that Santa Claus's clothes would be, and then is that a joke? Um, well, or is that just observation? In, if I went into the details, then yes, it would be. But I'm not oh, going to. Gross, so that okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, uh, bring but, the fucking show in then, Jesus. But yeah, so what might be a surprise to those who might have heard this bit before this bit is that, um, hello, and welcome to Can I Speak to Your Manager. Um, this is a show about uh, customer service, and we deep dive into it. Oh um, <laughs> and I'm I've, listen, I've listened to a few of these, mate, and I know that it's different every time. I know. And the thing is, we spent like a couple of days before we started this show being like, yeah, what's the tagline going to be? What's we our deep thing? dive into the West. Uh, yeah. wait, and then <laughs> Sev's just like played fucking boggle with it every time since. Well, like, here's, here's the thing. I just don't ever remember it. And I also don't ever think about what I'm going to say before I say it. Oh, yeah. So, so it's a good thing you host yeah. a show. <laughs> yeah, it's where the it's where the improvisational joy comes from. Also, if it looks like I mean the listeners can't tell, but if it sounds like I'm crying, I am. I am. <laughs> um, but um, as you've uh, probably guessed from the voice, there's more than just me and Liam here today. Yes, um, we're joined by our good friend Ollie. Ollie, if you'd like to take the floor. Hello, I'm Ollie. Uh, nice to be here. It's very nice to be here. Um, <laughs> um, I am friends with the guys. We met them at uni, and uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, here we are. For people that have listened to previous episodes, he is at part of the aforementioned Burr Jams. Sorry, Bear Jams. The Josh. The Josh was in old old, po old. He was in it. Yeah, he's he's recently left. So good. No, <laughs> good choice. No, he's not. He's still in, he's still in the band. He's, he's a hell of a guy. Have you told him yet, or is this just... No, no, this is, this is the way my way of breaking I was going to say, because I can see you're on his laptop. It's just I just am. I'm, I'm in his room as we speak. <laughs> you're fully taken That's over his life. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, we've known Ollie for quite a long time. Mm. Liam, if I've known, Liam, if I've known you for nearly ten years, mm. we only knew each other for, like, two years before going to uni, which means, Ollie, we've known you for, like... Fuck. Seven, six or yeah, seven years. Yeah, weirdly longer than than you you usually think. If you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, yeah, you know, you know, you played at my university induction day. 
because I think I think I had I think I'd finished uni by then. Yeah. Because I yeah, think you, you guys started later, and I the Sam and I did so many little bits and bobs like that for the for, for both the uh, and I don't know if I was allowed to say. You know, you can oh, really give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll work so, it out. Yeah, be good. <laughs> uh, the um, yeah, but we did so many bit, bits and bobs. I don't actually remember remember <laughs> at all. I, don't, I, don't, I I was so high for most of that that part of my life. I don't I don't remember fuck all. If you know, I'm honest with you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's weirdly serendipitous though, isn't it? That like Josh would have watched you guys play and then not like three years later be yeah, in the yeah. band. <laughs> He probably thought, God, look at these two reet nuts. I'll yeah. never, ever be in a bat. No, 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 I've got to no, fix this. And now look at me. <laughs> I'm in his room on his laptop. <laughs> is he just hiding in that room somewhere? Is he yeah, he's down hiding? here. <laughs> he's, right, he's right here. He's right here. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, man. And whilst I was at uni, that was where, like, this, this, is, about, this is about hospitality, this, uh, this podcast, Oi. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Banging um, segue. And uh, yeah, that's where the majority of my hospitality experiences came from. Because the whole time I was studying there, I was I worked in pubs and bars, really. And yeah, that was the majority of yeah. where I earned uh, my my rent was was there. I spent more time in pubs than I did uh, a classroom, really. I bet you had some right pricks in there because Guildford's like such a like <laughs> London Oversville middle class <laughs> area. <laughs> you had some right characters, and you had like obviously you had the the the, the, the higher class sort of maybe you know always complaining sort of never happy with with their yeah, food yeah, never yeah. happy never happy with the service and like mate you're, you're in a you're in a small little pub you know yeah. if you, if you, you know if you want if you want to you know just go go elsewhere if you're not happy with the, you know <laughs> I don't, I, I, yeah they, but then you had what i found interesting was that the what i enjoyed was the regulars because the regulars yeah, were the yeah. ones that you you had the you, you got to, you got to know but for maybe the wrong reasons um and they, they were <laughs> They're all kind of basically alcoholics in disguise, and they're lovely, lovely people. Oh, yeah. The majority of them, don't get me wrong, but you know they had a they had a some of them uh, not so much in disguise. <laughs> not some of them weren't even in disguise. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they were just incredibly thirsty people. Mm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's, there's this one guy in particular. There's a couple of guys in particular who just like really stuck out for me. And it was just for one chap was literally like he was. Um, He'd come in around ten o'clock in the morning every morning. He's an old boy. And he'd like eh, la, la, that's la, early la. for a pub. No, it's early. Yeah. Yeah, we'd, only, we'd only just open the doors. Right? You know, he comes in and he's like, ah, lovely outside. I'll have a, I'll have a, what time is it? It's not too bad. I'll, have, I'll, I'll bugger it. I'll only have one. I'll have a white wine. So he, has, he orders himself a medium white wine. Oh, okay, you know he's okay. tried to turn up at nine before. Like, yeah, yeah, he has. <laughs> That's how he found he out has, he was 10. He has. Like, I, I see him hiding in the bush opposite, by the bus stop, pretending to wait for a bus. And it's, you know, <laughs> then, uh, you know, he... he yeah, orders a wine and he's oh, just the one, just the one, you know. I, 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 I must, I mustn't stay, I mustn't stay. <laughs> and then the next thing, you know, you look around, like the, the day goes on, and it's about two o'clock in the afternoon. He's still sat outside smoking, like you know, super king Marlboros or something oh, like yeah. that outside. <laughs> he's basically drank about two bottles, and that's daily. He did that. And he's a nice Jesus. enough chap, but he's he'd constantly come in and talk about his ailments and stuff like that, you know, and, and how how he, how he fancied his carers and but stuff. It got a bit creepy, and the more the more he drinks, the creepier it gets. Oh and... yeah, that's that's fucking therapy <laughs> for the old guard. That's boomer therapy, isn't it? Like... It's, it bloody is, mate. <laughs> it makes pub. me wonder how how they still how they're still going. Half these guys, you know, like they they smoke and drink like troopers, and then... oh, yeah, it's insane. It is pretty insane, but. Got guts do you see? Do you see did, it, did either of you see that uh, that Zac Efron documentary where he went to a town in Italy that has the oldest people in the world on average? Oh, the the no. oldest what? The oldest people. Oh I no, think. I haven't. No, um, and he, Why is uh, he doing he, that? He... Why is Zac Efron doing that? Okay, so that show is a whole thing in and of itself, which is <laughs> he he followed like a con man health guru on Instagram for a couple of years, right? And was like, and then pitched i uh was it on netflix was it disney plus i i don't know i think pitched netflix. someone and was like hey can i do a can i do like a travel documentary series they were like sure. yeah do you want to do it on your own or with a host and he was like yeah i want to do it with this guy who i've never met but i follow on instagram and writes books about like how uh controlling your testosterone means you can see more or something all sorts <laughs> <Sorry>. of nonsense <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and then, uh, then uh, he. But anyway, on one of the episodes, um, he goes to this town in somewhere in Italy, maybe in Sicily somewhere. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone in that town, on average, lives into their hundreds. Um, really? So, so he just like talks to the guys there, and like this old man, he's like ninety nine or something. And every morning, he puts on a suit, walks down a very steep hill 
to a wine bar, has has a, a glass or two of fancy red wine, goes somewhere else, eats some like pizza, then like yeah. goes back up to goes Fair. back up, up the very steep hill and that's his life. Yeah? That's his life. Routine, it, I guess. Is that a lie? Yeah. Is, that, is, no. is this a dream? Is this like a... Like is he a no, 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 no. Because no. you no, can't just sit there and be like, Zac Efron made a TV show with a con man about 100-year-old pizza lovers and expect me to not question <laughs> well, because, because Because it's, it's definitely real because there's a sad scene that follows where um, they talk about the food that they eat and they eat mostly carbs and pasta and stuff. And olive oil, like oil. Get, yeah. yeah. But Zac Efron gets like weirdly emotional about it. He was like, oh. So good. What's, what's you say? I'm so happy that I'm eating carbs again. <laughs> like, I, was, I went like years without eating carbs. When I shot Baywatch, I didn't have a carb for like Weeks. six months. I almost lost my mind. And then he just stares what? into yeah, a bowl yeah, of pasta yeah. for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's like a realization. It's dark, I mean, the Mediterranean, man. the Mediterranean diet is like a thing, isn't it? I mean, they, they, I think, yeah. you know, they, they, there's the community Heavy. like vibe where they care for their elderly and you know, because yeah, yeah. they, they, I, they've, I, I've been to Italy before. It's a beautiful country and like, mm. they, but they, you sit around the big tables. It's all based around dinner. They sit around heavy foods together. and that. heavy foods, but like <laughs> lots of lots of lots of courses and mm. you know the kids are already drinking wine at the age of seven. So maybe they're just kind of like. <laughs> From early age, just you know, they they mm. got they got stomachs of iron and they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> very high tolerance. It. They've yeah, been yeah, cheese yeah. hardened to the world. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, not sponsored or anything, but it was a weird show. Yeah. Do you think your stomach oh, yeah. would get a lining of curd and that would help? I guess it would. Olive oil. I'm actually really uncomfortable it. thinking about that. What having a, <laughs> a curdy belly? Well, actually, that's not oh. nice, is it? <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I've got. A, I, I I may have one unless Seb has something to say. No, <laughs> please go ahead. Ignore everything I'm going to say. <coughs> no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got something stuck in my pipes. <laughs> I, I think it's curd. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's curd in my dank. pipes. <laughs> uh, this is a quick one from two years ago. Um, it was sent in by Agent Eleven O Eight. Says I used to work in a grocery store. Anyway, I was stocking apples when a lady in a British accent asked, do you have any bananas? We had just run out, so I said, no, sorry, we're out. She sighed and asked it again, but in an American accent. Oh, yeah. I, I, I replied with the same thing as before, but this time with a pause. I kind of stared at, disbelief in her, uh, stared at her in disbelief before talking. We made fun of that lady for weeks. So many questions on that, man. That's ridiculous. Hold on. So, okay, so... We've all experienced the British tourist somewhere else who, when trying to communicate, gets louder yeah, yeah. and slower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, tr or tries to say or something puts, with an accent, which is a whole... That puts the accent on. That's a whole different kettle of fish, but that is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, make it harder like, what's to hear. The, what's the logic there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I just... So I fully stupid. don't understand that. Yeah, uh, that's that's but, weird. So I assume this is from America. And because they had to point <laughs> yeah. out the, the initial British accent. But what did, did she just think that she wasn't being heard or was like, no, no, I'm too posh for bananas. Maybe if I try and <laughs> it, it's like the equivalent of turning around and suddenly having glasses and a mustache, like a fucking gaucho yeah. thing. She'd be like, like, how different, another free sample. How different of an accent? Was it like going from, excuse me, dear, do you have any bananas to like Can some kind of like redneck south like oh i was hoping i was gonna hear your, your you try yeah, I, I was wait, i was writing for a redneck southern so you know i'm i'm think... trying to think i the only accent i've been able to do in the last couple of days has been a cockney one what do you mean in the last couple of days is it like every couple of days you change yeah <laughs> uh, well, i was trying look i tried to do i tried to say something in a in a cowboy accent the other day, and it was Cockney instead because I think I'm I think I'm useless <laughs> and also cursed. But, but London cowboys, though. That's it. That's not that's that's not far off. Give me that film with Daniel Craig. I'd watch that. City Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys versus Cockneys. So, so they're, than cowboys yeah, versus versus like, go around on little mopeds or something and just uh, <laughs> straw yeah, in their mouth. A line of mini motos with little horse yeah. heads on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love, this town's only big enough for the one of us. Something okay. along those lines. So which one which was that? Very good. Was that? I'll give you that. Was that, okay, so was that cowboy but fell, fell into Cockney or was that an intentional Cockney? So we're going to move on 
Um, uh, so, Ollie, um, there's something I usually ask this later in the show, but I'm going to ask it now because. Um, yeah, why not? I want to see you squirm a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, cool. As a as a customer or as a as an employee, yeah. What do you think is the worst thing you've done <laughs> in these environments? Wow, it's uh, yeah, a rough one, that isn't it? As a customer or as an employee, either or, either or, either or, whatever, 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 whatever is less incriminating. <laughs> yeah, dealer's choice. Wow, um, the worst thing I've done as a customer. I mean, as a kid, I've known like, as a kid, I was I was at a table and I thought, you know, I'd seen a couple of magic tricks in my time on the old TV <laughs> and whatnot. And you know, the one where they, you know, there's a whole spread of tables, it's like a, it's a family roast uh, at a restaurant. At the end of the end of the service, all the food's kind of like half eaten, all the drinks are kind of like a bit, sort of, oh, sort yeah. of a bit. And I thought it'd be a good idea to bring out the old magic trick, like where you grab this, the, the, the cloth at the end. <laughs> And rip it from underneath <laughs> the table. <laughs> Turns oh, out that doesn't work like it does. Like you know, in, there's a, there must be a knack to it, and I yeah. didn't have said knack. But um, <laughs> that did, that didn't go down too well. How old were you as well? Uh, I don't know. I was under five years old. That's so. fine if you've got toddlers. Well, this is people it. can't this expect it, that. You know? You know? As a, as a rule, I try and be quite well behaved in a restaurant because I know how hard it is yeah. to you know to to. I go for an experience. I want to be civil. I want to have a nice bit of grub, have a nice conversation with my <laughs> friends or family. However, there, I have got one friend who I know just is adamant that if he goes out and it's, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> and I do like the guy, so I do sometimes go for food with him. Um, <laughs> but he just is intent on just complaining. So no matter uh, what it is, he'll complain. And he'll man. get the food for free. And dude, like sometimes he did it in fucking Weatherspoons, man. And like, oh, dude, mate. He's like, oh, it's cold. It's like, mate, you're bleeding Weatherspoons, mate. Yeah. Like, if it's and it's just, I have I have to admit I haven't eaten that with him in a while. Luckily, he, it's he even works edible, mate. Yeah, well, exactly. Mate, it's I mean, it's outrageous. I really, uh, I think the fact that it fucked up you pulling that cloth out from under the stuff doesn't yeah, yeah. outweigh like the fucking gall of a seven, like a five year old. To do that, because mm. if you had pulled that off, man, <laughs> oh, can you imagine? The place would have fucking erupted. You imagine, You'd have been on mate? the wall. There would have been like <laughs> like shrines to you in that place forever. Yeah, like, yeah. The one toddler that just fucking whipped it away. They've been like wheeling me around to the next table. It's like right, this is your next. It's like table table magic going around to the next table. You'll have a residency there from four years old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's how like like Vegas magicians get their start? One hundred percent. That's the only way. If you're in a restaurant near the magic circle and you do the the, the table thwip, someone will see it and you'll get <laughs> you'll get recruited like Harry Potter. It's, uh, so uh, not to uh, not to you know a magician should never reveal their secrets or anything. But I I did also once have a bit of a magic phase, which to anyone that knows me, it's probably not a surprise. Me at all. <laughs> um, also, so did I, but mostly card tricks. Yeah, same actually, card tricks. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I, card see, tricks. I wasn't so much into the card tricks. I was more you had like, a stick, didn't uh, you? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and, you know, I tried the, like, the pulling the, the everlasting uh, uh, hankies out of my sleeve and the... Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, look. Oh, there's a rabbit oh, in my oh, hat. Oh, there's more. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Was that like Stephen um, Mulhern's, like, CBBC practice magic set? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much, <laughs> except it was, like, the off-brand Toys R Us one. Yeah. Um, but, um... But I, I do I did learn at that time that the uh, the tablecloths that are used are a are a special kind that have, oh, that have very low friction. Ah. Yeah, it's like silk or something, so that they just I bet they butter up all of them glasses as well. That's all the Maybe. ribs are buttered. Yeah, we're like mm. shadow. Mm. I mean look, if you if you're in the magic circle, you you you've definitely got some kind of buttered rim on your hands. So Well, I mean, we'll know. Probably by the t uh, about a week after this episode comes out, because we'll both we'll all be assassinated because we've uh, revealed <laughs> yeah. too many secrets. Yeah, <laughs> I'll like go for my DMCA evening walk today, down. and like David Blaine will be on the other side of the street. Yeah, and then Just, like you'll be like Chris you a with the red pants. <laughs> Chris Angel will Stop. come out like as a crow and take you away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I always yeah. thought David Blaine like he's he's, a, he's impressive, but I always find the magic that he does not really magic. He's like he will starve himself in a box for two weeks, and then at the end, like, yeah, ta -da, ta -da. yeah, is it's, that like, it's not really the same. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> Some like, everyone's like, everyone's psychotic forgot, break. Yeah, everyone forgot he was there, like in the ice. Like, oh, we didn't realize you were there. He's like, ta -da, like the only <laughs> thing I remember of that 
putting himself in a box above London for two weeks or whatever was that one point he like lost his fucking mind thinking he was going to oh. get shot because someone was putting a laser pointer on him. Oh, tell you what, it would freak me ahead, man. Like he's done some pretty mad stunts. I have to admit, like he's he's a pretty crazy guy. Like the the amount of fasting that he must do just to kind of prepare his body mm. for those those stunts yeah, yeah. Is, is amazing. He, he looks like he's like well, sounds like he's on opioids twenty four seven. Like right on the edge of passing out. He's like, oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Just speaks in a mumble, like yeah, totally. Uh, uh, Leah, was did I tell you the other day? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the client's name, you know, quiet for for for, <laughs> for legal reasons. But I, did I? It was when I it was when I was staying with you relatively recently. I tell you about the person who I worked with who lived with Dynamo. I yeah, <laughs> you you vaguely <laughs> mentioned Dynamo. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, so lives, turns, now, so, like right now, lives with Dynamo. No, no, no. When a couple of years ago. Oh, so when he was um, Dynamo. When so he was he Dynamo. Now? What's Dynamo up to now? I mean, that's a good question, Liam. If you could do some live yeah, research, that would be great. Carry on it, mate. You carry on. But uh, but yeah, I uh, I did some work for someone recently who uh, lived with Dynamo in the optimum Dynamo years, um, <laughs> and apparently he just spent lots of time at home, just practicing stuff. Did and, he like, practice stuff on him? I don't, I don't fully know. It didn't sound like it, but also maybe they didn't want to bring it up because it was a traumatic experience. Who knows? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Maybe, wow. maybe some of those those tricks went wrong, and like you know. Yeah, I, I had a friend at school that hated Dynamo so, so <laughs> much. Yeah, he was he was a magician kid. Um, could do a Rubik's cube in eleven seconds. Wow. I mean, that's um, impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them. Good brains on him. Um, <laughs> had very slow thumbs though. Is one of the things I remember about him. Was you know Very sometimes slow head, you know headphones you've got to like double click, like one click yeah. is to pause, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the double yeah, click yeah. is to move track. He could never move track; he'd just pause and unpause because he had his <laughs> thumbs were too slow. He must have sucked at Street Fighter. Yeah, he was really yeah, bad. right. But amazing but fingers, slow thumbs, fast fingers. Because Rubik's Cube needs them fast fingers. Exactly. Um, but he, yeah, he was into magic and he knew the website that like Dynamo bought all of his tricks from. And we'd just get really fucking angry. Like he'd be over at mine, and Dynamo would come in and be like, "Like that, that uh, costs fifty nine pounds. So like, that, that one costs two hundred quid. It works like this." Like just get well angry at him, and just like outing every fucking trick he did on TV. God, you should start a little YouTube channel. And just be like that. Just now, nah, you get in trouble again. There's magic. The magic circle will be onto him. <laughs> do, do you ever watch? I, I swear, it came back onto Netflix like recent ish. Uh, that masked guy that was supposedly told everyone's like all yeah. the magician's secrets. No, and I didn't. he was supposedly like a magician in the magic circle and had to wear the mask to not be like found out by yeah. his peers and would just teach everyone like how to disappear an elephant and be like, This was how it's done, but here's how it's really done. Like, <laughs> I need to find the name of that because that was fucking incredible. Seb, do you remember that? I remember the show. I don't remember what I was it was called. It a lot of uni. And every and he used to piss everyone off. Breaking the magician's code. Ah, wow. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And that was on Netflix. It came back on it. It was it was a thing that was on like I don't know like UK TV Gold or whatever for like from '97 to 2002. Um, and then they just put it back on Netflix like I remember a year or so ago. I remember just fucking being all over like, it. Netflix can never really put like an actual magic show on there now though, because it's like they completely de devalued the, <laughs> the, the, the beauty of magic. Yeah. Just, yeah. Basically just conning it. people. Yeah. It's a dead art, mate. <laughs> it to go. I mean, if, if you want to watch some like actual magic on Netflix, you should uh, watch the, the, the competition show Blown Away. Um, oh, uh, glass blowing. Fuck yeah. The oh. glass blowing sculpture show, which was or deep uh, fried masters, if you want to see some like, true I feel art. like we watched like all of that in like a day or something. Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. I don't really want to publicise that, Seb, but cheers. <laughs> Look, there's no shame here. We are. And we yeah, are if you want to see true art relationship and not, and not with about the listeners, that. Uh, true art is deep fried masters. Um, which is no, the, that makes me feel the, sick. the competition about is the most like Southern American thing you've ever seen. Oh, like southern, South and North American, um, of people just deep frying shit that should never ever be deep fried. And <laughs> something that will fucking go with me to my grave is a guy that made deep fried lasagna. Wow. And when they asked him, they're like, So, how did you come up with this dish? He was like, Well, I love deep fried food and I love lasagna. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> God, no, there's, that, some, there's some, there's some there high IQ no fucking rules that. on that show, man. They did like deep fried red velvet cake and all this shit. It was fucking insane. Uh, they did deep fried fried chicken red velvet cake, which is... Deep fried wild. fried chicken red velvet cake. Yeah, man. Yeah. Pushing that, the boundaries. This, this, doesn't, this doesn't sound... It's good. a funny trick to play on guard, <laughs> isn't it? But um, I... Have you ever had a deep fry? I've had deep fried Mars bars and stuff like that. Before. I haven't. I, I don't know. I just feel like I've my heart one. will stop. It, I feel it, like it will just go as a slug to my heart. And I'll yeah, die. dude. It's, it, it's, it's, as soon as you do one bite, all the arteries are clogged. And yeah. you have... <laughs> but you, they're, they're so hot as well because that just becomes molten lava I, in there. I guess, yes, yeah, literally just <laughs> caramel inside, isn't it? So yeah. you're just like oh. making that... Make, make glass out of that shit. Yeah. yeah that's fucking no, savage, it's a, yes. That's Scotland a strange British... I guess... We, we've seen the statistics and we know that there's a decent number of people who listen to this show who are not from the UK. Um, mm. So we should point out that the deep fried Mars bar is not just like a freak thing that happens sometimes. It's like weirdly common. I yeah. think it started in Scotland with like deep fried burgers and deep fried yeah. lettuce. and Yeah. yeah deep I mean, fried honestly, lettuce. As a half Scottish person, I still just don't think Scotland should be allowed to do cuisine. Deep fried lettuce <laughs> isn't a thing, is it? Oh yeah, 100%. I've seen it in a fish and chip shop before. They just have like the sheets, you know, like you get like the one big leaf of lettuce that you'd put on a burger or whatever. They fucking give it a quick batter and a deep fry and then chuck it it in your burger. I'm healthy. Everything bar the buns is deep fried. (laughs) But uh, Um, I just went on my notes because I thought I had a uh, thing in there for us. Mm -hmm. But all I found is my most recent note are just two sentences that I have no context for. Um, man hates queen, tries to kill every swan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then you have no context for this. <laughs> no, none at all. And the other one just says, I am the one who hots. And I don't Hot. know what... Is that just like a little personal sort of... Uh, Apparently, it's pick just me two up. lines. I, I say it to myself in the mirror every morning. <laughs> I am the one that hots. It's very but Heisenberg, um, like Breaking Bad. <laughs> tries to kill so, every uh, swan. I mean, to be fair, I'd do it. Fuck the queen. Yeah, but that's a lot of work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of swans. Fight. How they do you know when you've got Well, that's the thing. Out of all the birds yeah. to kill, they're probably you, the second hold, hardest. Okay. Because they're like the most protected bird in the UK, do we think that there is like some kind of like swan tracker that the queen has access to? I think she's bad like, sees them all. She must do. Sees them all on a map as like little red dots. Yeah, she's got a whole room of like screens and everyone has its own swan. They're all swat, swan bots. So you can see through the eyes. Look through the eyes of every swan. It's like that Dark Knight <laughs> machine. <laughs> and the queen's eyes, mate. God, I'm never going to look at a swan the same way now. <laughs> you know, it's old Lizzie having a poo. Yeah, mate. Uh, they are definitely, I, I'll call them the second hardest bird to kill. What's the first one? Flamingo. <laughs> Hold up. What? So much confidence behind that. You're not even going to consider the fact that Australia lost a war against the cassowary. Uh, no, I'm not. What about an ostrich? <laughs> cool. Yeah, but the, uh, the size and an emu could probably kick your chest in, but I think that's not where the problem is. What is the problem? <laughs> They're not resilient enough. Right. Flamingos, can they can be in a lake. They can be stood in a lake that freezes. That the next morning, it will thaw out and they'll just walk away. They can, they can drink arsenic. Fair Give play. me a big knife. I I can do it like a cool samurai. Like not if he can like go and get some arsenic and spit it at you like Kirby. You're fucked. It's if it's frozen in the lake, it can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's literally a sitting duck. Only it's a flamingo. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But Seb, I so there's a scenario in front of you, which is that there is a massive, massive lake. Dead in the center is a flamingo that is frozen from the knee down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you have, out of all the people on this planet that I think would have <laughs> the grace and ability and be light enough on their feet to get to that flamingo, let alone actually perform any form of attack on them, you would probably be one of the lowest people on the list that I can okay. imagine. Uh, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, so, so you just told me that the flamingo is in the centre of the lake and is only knee-deep in ice. Yeah. That means that I would also only be roughly knee-deep in ice, which means if I fall in, it's not the end of the world. And also, the trick with ice... They're on a, they're is, on a rock. ...is... Um, <laughs> uh, the plot thickens, mate. Is, uh, it's about coverage. So if I, if I laid on my front 
and wiggled my like. <laughs> like I re- I realise that this is a visual that the listeners aren't going to get. Uh, like oh. like a flying squirrel. Yeah, but Mate. on the ice, and I and I have I have my trusty katana on my back. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll get there, and I Absolutely will do one call, no one call big swing. And it will do the thing that happens in like anime you where the got screen it in goes black. A, a, a poor bingo, mate. They look cool. No, as I don't. Fuck. You are right. You are. You are. You are correct. I don't want to, but you lack the conviction it, some, to kill a bingo. For some reason, in this they... scenario, it's like you've kidnapped my family, and I have to like prove yeah. my worth. Yeah, but sure. you. The, the problem is, you you think twice just as you go to do it. You'd pause. Mingo, don't pause. Straight Mingo, don't pause. <laughs> Straight for the jugular, mate. He's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> But um, mate, I think I may have found our first merch line actually. Uh, Mingo don't what, pause. Mingo don't pause. <laughs> um, so anyway, I've got a submission for us. Cool. I actually have two, but this is where we're going to start. This is a fast food based submission. Nice. Um, share it with the class. One night, a man in a white bathrobe and a headband walked in and bought coffee. I asked him if he wanted food, and he said, "No, I'll just go through your trash." I told him that we compacted our trash, and he thanked me, then told me his name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, there's so much to unpack there. Would you like that one more time? Yes, yes one more, please, yeah. I'm still caught on so, white robe, red headband, really. So, he's a ma- one night, a man in a white bathrobe and a headband walked in and bought coffee. I asked him if he wanted food, and he said, no, I'll just go through your trash. I told him that we compacted our trash, and he thanked me and told me his name was Jesus Christ. Okay, so it was our trash is compacted. Thank you. I'm Jesus. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I assume. Mate. Is that's some seriously strong psychedelics that guy's on? I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the interactions that you think, say, if you were to have an interaction with a Jesus. Um, <laughs> That's probably how I would imagine it going. Something completely yeah. nonsensical. I mean, because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But why would he want a coffee? Yeah, I sp- got got, everyone's got to have that sweet, sweet cup of joe. That's you know? true. I mean, it's his I first mean, one you know since what? He's- I think they did have coffee back then. So maybe they did. Yeah, they de- they definitely had some kind of hot hot coffee bean juice. Some hot mud. Whether they yeah. called it, yeah, yeah, some some mud that got them going. Um, but I, I have had, some, I have had some experiences in the past, where a man has walked into the shop I'm working in and made a strange request. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a there's a the phone shop that I work one of the phone shops that I worked at. Oh, the old double barreled phone shop. Yeah. The uh, the the double lettered <laughs> phone shop. Yes. <laughs> there was this guy who we saw him like every week at the same time every week on Tuesdays, and he would just. Also, he always looked terrible. His clothes were also (laughs) always horrendous. But he always had on new, fresh, really fancy trainers, which is just a weird vibe in general. Mm. Um, But he, uh, he, every Tuesday, he would run. He would run down the street. Say, run, power walk down the street with tins of condensed (laughs) milk in his hands. I remember you telling me about this guy. Um, (laughs) And and the shop I was on was on the corner, and there was a window on both sides of the wall. So there was just was it that uh, like nourishment milk stuff? Yeah, uh, uh, sometimes, but it was also sometimes just the like the the unbranded the, energy milk. <laughs> yeah, um, and he would just take the tin and just slam it on the corner of our building to open it, and then just chug it. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, it's one that you need a tin opener or something to open. But instead, he would just use the corner of a brick it. on the edge of that's our building. So powerful. I'm pretty sure they've got a ring pull, but that doesn't have enough nah. power on it, does it? Oh no, they were the they were the ones from Poundland that don't. Smash it on a wall and suck it out the crevice. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I also remember you, you any... witnessing um, seagull murder, didn't you, on that from that same shot? <laughs> oh, <man. Yeah. laughs> opening I a mean... kind of condensed milk on a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grabbing a seagull out of the air and using its beak as a tin opener. <laughs> I saw. Do you know? Do you know what? I saw two counts of seagull murder in that job. Wow, um, I think I only know about one. Well, of them. I didn't know it was that popular. Yeah, yeah, so. Well, so <laughs> that's mad. So a statistic from a couple of years ago that I, I'm going to see if we still hold the record. Where Bristol at one point did have the record for the most carnivorous seagulls in Europe. 
Um, I mean, I, I, I will say, when I first moved to Bristol, looking at all the birds, man, I was like, fuck, there's been some warfare here. Mostly with the pigeons. None of them are right. Nah. They're all missing legs and hobbling yeah. about. And and they are the most brazen seagulls I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so fucking rude here. I remember They're pretty bold. I was, it was my first job in Bristol. Um, and I was walking down, you know how the, like the key is in the center of Bristol, like yeah. going towards like Cabot Circus. I was walking down there and I was late for, I was too late to like get food at home. So I got myself a little six inch Sammy from, from Subway and um, was walking to work. And then I'm essentially just blinded for a second and then I don't have a sandwich in my hands. <laughs> and because a fucking seagull with like a wingspan of like a 747 fucking comes down, tries to like bite the sandwich out of my hand, but bites my finger. So I felt a bird tongue for the first time in my life, oh, which is wow. something I never knew really was there. I hadn't put too much thought to there actually being a tongue in that beak. But I felt that. And then I so startled from the fact that I had a wet bird tongue on my hand, I, I like let go of the sandwich and then it went it and took it and fucking flew off i was absolutely livid mate. i bet you were mate although it didn't help that i posted that on like the house chat as soon as it happened and our housemate at the time geordie <laughs> his response was all i'm hearing mate is that a seagull wanted your sandwich and you let it have it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that is a pretty accurate representation of that experience Seagulls um, are vicious man especially here but yes, uh, so it hasn't been updated, but as of 2015, there were more reports of carnivorous sea like seagulls eating other birds in Bristol than any other city in the world. Yeah. That's mad. Savage. That is savage. Which is... It's I've got seen particular... seagulls kill pigeons, actually, in centre of town. Yeah, just, yeah like, that's what happens. Just take them out. Um, Absolutely savage, mate. It's like the scene in Saving Private Ryan. It's never funny when um when a life is, gets taken, but... um. Of the two times I did see a seagull um, uh, brutally murdered outside of my the phone shop, um, the one I don't Liam, I don't know which one you know about, but this uh, the this chip one. guy. Oh, there was the chip guy. That wasn't the one I was going to mention. <laughs> um, no, go ahead. But um, but this uh, there's a there was a guy that would always sit on one of the benches outside. Um, and Liam was the one. Okay, let's just. I'm just going to share them both. Liam was the chip guy, I believe, the guy who who was eating chips, and a seagull came and like tried to grab one, and he grabbed it and snapped its neck. No, this was the one where he grabbed it by the legs and threw it at the wall. Oh my! God. Oh my god! So that's so. Those are the two different so things I didn't that I've know seen. about someone snapping his neck. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, it like landed on the thing next to him. It might have been chips. It might have been a sandwich that's or something. Some I can't remember. Shit, man. But it was literally like it like perched next to him and went to went to grab something and he just he just like brought his hand up and grabbed it and that's clearly but, not um, the first time that man has snapped yeah. the neck of a bird. Uh, I also saw that man try and start a fight with a child, so Sure, so cool dude all round. Yeah. Yeah, really, know. really, really great man. Um but uh anyway, I have another submission for us actually. <laughs> <laughs> um to get to get out of this bird murder uh, wow. situation we're currently in. Sorry, actually, I have two here from Bex. Um, one is, uh, a man ran in and shoved a load of Yankee candles in his coat. Then another man ran in, yelled, stop, I'm an undercover police officer, wrestled him and shoved the candles in his own coat before they both ran back out. <laughs> which I would like to put forward as a great heist That's plan. genius. That is genius. They actually deserve the candles, mate. Uh, yeah, mate. Out, take them. <laughs> give, I'd, give I'd be them like, shot. just take them. Yeah, take the shop. Yeah. It's yours. Now. You're <laughs> yeah. running it. But I, I, I feel like if you'd need both of you to be very committed to do that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it it's not their first heist, I can tell you that. Depends. They, what? they could, if it's a choreography or if they're actually like fucking throwing bows about, you know? I mean, I mean it's, it's, less, it's less so much whether it's choreographed, but you can't have one person go in and act their heart out and the other guy come in and be like, uh, uh, I'm an hello, hello, hello. Cop. What's going on here? I'm the undercover cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have we got going on here then? <laughs> do Man, a do like a like, so an, like a Charlie Chaplin like f running after the robber kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's why I feel like there should, be a, there should be a threshold on on crime. Uh, what, if where you if do it's that, funny, it's okay. <laughs> if it's like yeah, clever yeah. and cool enough, then yeah. yeah, you deserved that. You know. Yeah. Like, if you had to work hard enough, like, for that, they deserve the candles. In the same way that I think it's insane that you're not allowed to take nail clippers on an aeroplane. 
Because if you could hijack an airplane with some nail clippers, you deserve the fucking plane. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the same goes for paper clips. I think that rule is you know in place I mean? for paper clips on an airplane as like well. You've got to be some threatening motherfucker if you can hijack yeah, a whole plane with stationery, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's the same as what they do with Glastonbury, isn't it? If you break in in a real creative way, then you're, you're in. You're mm. in. So, I mean, you need a, we need a threshold on our crime. If it's cool enough, you get away with it. Then all of our judges will be sick as fuck. They'll be like, they'll have sunglasses that will come down. They'll be like, that was fucking radical, <laughs> yeah. dude. You're walking free. <laughs> the thug like me. Just... I mean, <laughs> he's got a kickflip into every court. I do a good amount of like light trespassing in my line of work. Um, Criminal crime, that is. Well, self-confessed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know, I've got him. No, no, no one Ten gets harmed. No one's like, got my long con. I've got you. I'm an undercover cop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was actually what have you? Okay, this is vaguely incriminating, and I'm going to ask both of you about it. Sure. <laughs> As part of your jobs, have you ever had to break the law? Not had to, but I have. <laughs> I, I I was a supervisor once, and I I was kind of at a bar, a pub. And there's some stock down. Actually, that's not really breaking the law. But what it was, I, st- I basically I found a way of basically sneaking some of the out of date stock from. So it's basically stealing. Um, I mean, that's and I had a little bit of. I, I don't know, and I don't. The only reason I'm, I'm saying is because I felt bad because I had a friend who was working for us as well, and I got him the job, and I told him about said stock, um, and he was caught by the owner, and then he <laughs> made me fire him. <laughs> that was a burn, and they're like, <laughs> that, that feels yeah. like the the scene in like any mafia film where the Don gets his youngest son to like shoot his first victim or his dog, or yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Raised, or it's like the the dad that's like, you 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 smoke some cigarettes, I'm gonna make you smoke a whole pack of them cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think I've stolen from most jobs I've been at because they never pay me enough. So you got to get the money somewhere. Well, elsewhere. that's it. You got to make ends meet, man. You know. Um, I think one of them was when I used to work at a place. This is actually when I used to smoke. It was um, all everyone else used to go out for loads of cigarette breaks, and I didn't because I didn't take didn't smoke cigarettes. So I just started stealing tobacco from the place I worked to then smoke cigarettes so I could have more breaks. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for my own breaks. Fuck yeah, that. right. I also the double the same store where I watched bird murder happen. Um, <laughs> uh, my manager at the time. Um, broke the law to try and bribe me. This is the vape manager that I've mentioned in the past. We had a we had a, a a kind of robbery. It wasn't really a robbery, but someone came in and like just grabbed a bunch of stuff and ran out. Yeah, right. Uh, I think that's and I hadn't been working. Right? Yeah, but it wasn't anything that was like like petty. Theft. I mean, they're all they're all fake display phones. Like you can't. I mean, oh, sure. they they're, they're not fake, but they don't work when you take them out of the store. I see. Right. Yeah. But he just grabbed them and left, and we were like, oh, okay. And like he just came in and grabbed loads of them, but um, afterwards we were doing a stock take. And Liam, do you remember that I had a uh, that that Google Dream VR thing for a while? Yes, yeah, I do. So the reason I got that is because we had a couple of them in stock, and Nigel wanted one, and he wanted someone else to talk about it too. So he he marked those as stolen, and then as I was leaving, he was like, "Here's one of these." <laughs> You're an accomplice um, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I quit. He got fired. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. They sucked anyway. <laughs> they, um, they did only give you a ten pound bonus, like throw. Yeah, like I, a dog. I don't, don't want to bring it up again. But the uh, the CEO of that company essentially personally spat in my hand. You know, um, <laughs> I'd have preferred. But that. anyway, here's an here's a here's another um, submission submission from Bex. Kind of fucking hot um, and ready today. I'm into it. A woman demanded a refund on a greetings card she had already sent because it didn't say happy birthday in it and she had to write it herself, who then called my manager an evil bastard because he said carrier bags were 5p and someone wanted a refund. And she also wanted a refund on a 5p bag. Wow. Are you allowed so, refunds on bags? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it's 5p. She's going to be fucking... Well, come on. She's going to be livid, mate, when she's find out it's going up to 10p. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's going to be a follow-up. He's going to be fuming. Because if, if you could do that, that'll be like one of those fucking... I mean, maybe they should do that because that works at festivals, you know, when the cup if you thing. go pick up all the cups and shit, they give yeah, you like yeah. 50p mm, per cup the and deposit. then you can buy... Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, do it, they do it a lot of countries in Europe with like the bottles and stuff, don't they? So you got to you take, take the bottles back in the crates, 
you get money off your next crate or you get, you know, they've got glass banks and people in this, the, the, the people that if they're homeless or the, the streets are clear, the homeless make a yeah, little mate. bit of money on it. It's fucking uh, win-win. Makes sense. So maybe we should do that with bags. That's it. I'm in. God. I'm so sick of the fucking bag cupboard in my house. <laughs> I always think I have a bag cupboard too. And it's jammed packed with bags and I get to the shop. I'm like, shit. I've lived, to this, <laughs> lived no in bag. this house for like four <laughs> years. And my only choice, I think now, is just to move out. I don't know what to do. <laughs> 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 too many bags. Oh. Too many um, bags, mate. I, 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 had, I, had, I had a funny story, but which is like, Oh, so I, I, it's not like customer service, but it, it was quite funny in a sense where it was Go just ahead, a mate. weird one. So I had I was a delivery driver for a while for a pet food company, um, oh, yeah. and I used to drive off after, I stocked up in like Salisbury Way, and I stocked I drove all the way down to London and delivered like all the crates. So the, the van gets packed for me. Um, I deliver all the crates and then sometimes every now and again you had to go to a place in Uxbridge and, and get a pallet or two, put them put in the vehicle so you could take it back to the depot in Salisbury. So right, I had yeah. about two or three drops left to do and they're just like small crates. They went on pallets and I had them at the back of the van, like right by the, 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 where the driver and that was, you know, that, that, that side mm. of the van. So I got, the, the, I got to Uxbridge, they put this pallet in the back of the truck and they put it in the, back, in the, the very back by the back doors. So I was like, okay, wicked. So I finished my, 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 my trip off and I was driving back down the, you know, through the, the back streets of London towards, um, towards the M M3 or, whatever, right, yeah. or whatever. And anyway, I, this guy pulls out in front of me and I just hear this. <laughs> and I, could, I could just knew the pallet had just slid from the back of the van uh, to the front. Um, and I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, that's all right. It's just going to be, yeah. it's just going to be, you know, maybe a, a squashed bag of dog food or whatnot, you know. <laughs> anyway, I, get, I, drive, I drive for two hours back down to the depot and I open the bloody doors, mate, and literally just hundreds of crickets just come a jump out the vehicle on top. Oh, oh literally, mate. <laughs> Shit loads of fucking snake food and stuff. It was just crickets oh everywhere. Oh, my God. I've got to go. Just close the door and walk away. <laughs> Cricket just left the poor guys. At the I didn't know what to do. Like, oh, that was, that's, how, that's when you quit. Well, do you know that's what? Yeah, I, I was only there for about another couple of weeks. So I was like, do you know yeah. what? Um, i, I got to go. That is the cricket okay. guy. It was one of those jobs which really annoys me. It was like, the this customer service of us was, was 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 awful from the from the from the company's point of view, and everyone was pissed off with the company. And I was the one getting right. to the customer to drift, deliver the food, uh, and the and the whatever it was, you know, the, the, the pet products. And I was just getting the fire and end, and everyone was like, "Wow, you're late!" Or I got the wrong stuff, and I just hated it being that guy just sit there like, mm. Look, "This isn't my issue. I'm just a delivery guy." Yeah. And I just, just be so frustrated. That's just being a waiter as well, man. Like exactly. having to deal with all like, everyone else's fuck ups and just getting screamed at, being like, "I'm I'm on your side." Exactly. Here, exactly. I used like. to be like that, but sometimes people used to be so rude. It's like jump back in the van, like crying into the sat nav, like yeah. tapping in the next like, in the postcode, you know, <laughs> slipping the tears rolling down the. Side. Oh man, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that bad, yeah. but it is it is it is uh, embarrassing sometimes. And like you say, you get it yeah. you get it in hospitality as well a lot. Um, yeah, I just got to take the brunt for everyone else's fucking inept. I tell you what annoyed yeah. me the other day. I was out having some food, uh, having some breakfast somewhere because I live at Bath and it's, it's yeah. a lovely place to, to live and there's some really nice places to eat. We went out for some breakfast with my housemates and we sat down and it's like, it's men, men, it's, it looks very French and very kind of like mm. gastro. It was nice. We had a nice bit of food. Um, but then the owner comes in and he's just so obnoxious and so he just stands <laughs> in the middle of the room just like with his phone and his rucksack on like, you could just <laughs> speak at the top of his voice, making everyone know oh, he owns man. the place. And you're thinking, God, like what a bummer, what a bell and what a bummer. Like, I was really enjoying this food. Now I just want to, not, I just want to want to pay now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So frustrated. Now you know it's going to him. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> frustrating. And I, I've had that. I've worked for people like that before as well. The the, the, the management's yeah. lovely, and the customers, people that work there are lovely, and then the boss is just a complete ass. Yeah, and mate. Yeah, I just I can't I can't stick. stick and I, it just baffles me that these bosses don't realise that if they're a dick, your staff is going to try and like fuck you over at any well, point. Yeah, they get. exactly. And the very high rotation of staff I found like working in those sort of places, it's you, you get people that are halfway jobs. So you have got people that are either at uni or they're people that yeah. You, but unless you unless you treat your staff well and there's a good rapport between you know uh, the, the 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 all, all the people that work there, all the employees. They're just gonna mm. just gonna have to employ new people like every two three months, and then you just get you don't you don't get a, a good good service at all. You're just gonna the, I think it's just you're basically aiming for your business to just yeah yeah. I, I think there's a good like power play which I've been trying to get my mate Tom to do on his boss, who's a fucking like piece of shit. Because uh, Tom has like two bosses, so he's busy all the time, and 
um, always getting work put on him. So he doesn't always have time to like fill in the old micromanaging work from home calendar, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, to say what he's doing every hour. And the dude will just be like, uh, he'll fill in the gaps that Tom have left being like, Tom's relaxing time and just be like <laughs> such a fucking asshole God. about it. Um, and he knows he doesn't do anything. Um, so I've been trying to like get him to in the next meeting like work up the courage to kind of just say this say this thing to him to make sure that he'll like acknowledge it. So just be like, how are things, man? Are they still all quiet on your end? Are they all good? And then he just has to be like, yeah, 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 all fine. <laughs> I just agree with it. <laughs> I just think it's such a good like low league foul play yeah, to pull on him. Definitely. <laughs> Sick of fucking middle management pricks. Yeah, mate, straight. Um, Ollie, man. It has been an absolute fucking Mate, delight th having you Thank on. you very much for having me on, guys. I've, um, I've been wanting to jump on this from the moment you started it. And uh, yeah, absolute pleasure. Thank you. No, mate, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> do you want to let people know where your things are happening with Bear Jams or yeah, otherwise? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. So yeah, Bear Jams, that's B-A-R-E, that's the Naked, not the Grizzly Jams. And uh, so the Bear Jams uh, on all platforms, so check that out. Uh, I've also got a podcast called uh, The Podcast Will Not Be Televised. Uh, so mm. that's just talking to creatives about how they do what they do, keep them, keep motivated. And uh, Seb, you've been on that, haven't you? Seb has. I have. Yeah. I have. Um, I had a great time. Yeah, man, we got to get you a lot, Liam, as well. To talk about sound design yeah, at some point. Be, yeah, I'd love to do that, mate. Because sure. um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's uh, it's not as uh, it's a it's I'd I'd love it to be as lighthearted as this, but it's it's, it's more about <laughs> trying. To, I want to I want to try and inspire people that are listening to it and, how, and just kind of give people an idea of how people are just our level as well, like kind of do what we do. Mm. And, you know, yeah. No, they're important, man. Like, I, there's a lot of shows like that that have given me insight into people's like mindsets and how they work. Mm. That's and it, like, man. Kind of revitalized shit for me. Exactly. So. Exactly. But I, yeah, mean, I, I uh, like to think that what we're doing here is vaguely inspiring, but but more in the sort of inspiring people to like insult their bosses or something. As opposed to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Stick it to the man. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to slowly get <laughs> like a workers' rights revolution going. Look, we someone has to cast the first stone that will cause an avalanche that, that becomes an uprising of the working class. We only need to class. eat one billionaire. We just eat one billionaire, <laughs> and, and the rest will fall into lines so quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and on that bombshell. examples. <laughs> um, but, uh, thank you everybody for listening. If you could share the show around, that helps a lot. And if you could send in some more stories, that would be amazing. You can send those in at toyourmanager@gmail.com or on our Instagram at toyourmanager. Um, remember, never start on a flamingo because literally, never, man. <laughs> that shit will get hairy. <laughs> <laughs> Flamingo, don't wait. Uh, so <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got a, a a final one for us. It's a, it's very short. It's a someone worked at like a caller, like a tech place, at, at like oh, a, yeah. a, a PC tech place. Um, and the caller's uh, message that they left behind was, um, "Hi, I deleted a file from my PC last week, and I just realised that I need it. So if I turn my system clock back two weeks, will I get my file back again?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. That I've had people ask me very similar things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank yeah. you everyone for listening. Big ups, guys. Yeah, cheers, Ali. Thanks.